What's up, everyone? It is your boy, Trav Q, and you are now tuned into the Trav Q Show, powered by Few by Culture. At least that's what I'm going to call it for now until I figure out another name, but I kind of like the Trav Q Show. The reason why I am starting this podcast is because not only do I want to share my story, but I want to know your story as well. So I'll be bringing on some featured guests. I'll be bringing more people on board so we can turn up. And I will also be bringing on a co-host. But for now, let's focus on this episode, y'all. What's up, y'all? I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm in a great mood. And the reason why I'm in a great mood is because I had a good weekend. My weekend consisted of chilling with my friends, being around great energy, eating good food, drinking some. Yeah, we drank some, you know. But I want to tell y'all about this restaurant. I don't know the name. And once I figure out the name, I promise I'm going to come back and shout it out. It is a black-owned restaurant. It was amazing. They had something called Henny Salmon. Mixed with the candy yams and the macaroni and cheese and rice. I just wanted to go back and tell everyone that they're doing a great job there. Because that food was so good, I was knocked out for hours. And I don't usually catch the itis when I eat food, but I caught the itis this time. That food was amazing. But I have to figure out the name. And I tell you, I'm going to shout it out as soon as I figure out that name. Other than that, the energy was just up. Everyone had a great time. And you know, it was everything. I want to go on to explain how important having a good weekend is. Because when you think about it, whether you're working a nine to five, whether you're going to school, or whether the week just stressed you out, the pandemic happened, right? Nothing is really going on until the weekend. People are not having the fun they want to until the weekend. People are not being able to see their family and friends like that until the weekend. So people are looking forward to the weekend. For real. It's like the only time people can do what they want to do. Because when you think about it, there's nothing really going on during the week right now. Nothing. There's nothing really going on. You go to outdoor dining, you go to a park or whatever the case is, but it's not the same. It's not, you know, the the vibes of events during the week. It's it's just not the same. So the weekend is everything. And then when you have a good weekend, you go into the work, we're feeling like the man. You feel invincible. And if you're a lady, you feel like the woman. Can't nobody tell you anything. Because what do you think about during that week? The weekend, the good weekend that you had. So it's like you have flashbacks when you have a good weekend. You're sitting at work or you could be in class. You could be doing whatever. And something about that good weekend comes up in your head and it leaves a smile on your face. That's why I think a good weekend is important for mental health. It definitely is because it relieves a lot of stress. Keep it a buck. If you have a job, well, most people, if you have a nine to five, most jobs stress you out. Because I talk to people and they say, my job is stressing me out. And you shouldn't be stressed out. So ladies and gentlemen, aim to have a good weekend. And when you have a good weekend, send me a DM, send me a message and let me know how your weekend is going. I want to see the turn up. I want to see what you're doing. And since we're on the topic of a good weekend and how important it is and how important your mental health is, I am bringing one of my close friends. This is like a sister to me. I went to college with her. She gave me the best advice. She still gives me the best advice to this day. Anytime I need someone to speak to, she's there. Not only is she a public health and wellness specialist, she's certified in mental health first aid. I would like to introduce Cedric Starks. How you feeling, Cedric? I'm feeling good, bro. Thanks for having me. Happy All to love. be here. 
No, nah, thank, thank you Glad for Glad we're in. talking about this topic because it's been coming up a lot lately. Yes, yes. Everyone, everyone needs someone to talk to. You know, when I need someone to talk to, I call you. You yes. Know? So it's definitely. like everyone needs someone to talk to sometimes. We're so used to not talking about like our issues, especially now, that we don't realize that we're all going through the same thing until we start talking to each other. So exactly. these conversations need to start happening more. Every day. And, you know, and then the thing what I notice is, is, is a lot of us, we don't like to speak to each other when it comes to our problems because we don't want to let anyone know that we're doing bad. But sometimes when, and when I mean bad, y'all, I mean like mentally bad. We don't like to let people know that, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like a thing that we like to keep to ourselves. But guess what? Once you speak to someone, you feel better about it, honestly. So I don't think you guys should bottle that feeling. And if you need someone to talk to, talk to somebody. So how have you, how have you been coping with everything? Um, I've been doing all right. Um, I was doing really, really good at the beginning, but I think even for me, like I work in the field, I do this, um, I do staff wellness, um, workshops and trainings about mental health and stress management. And I found myself struggling to manage my own stress. And I feel like when what I, what I'm doing is not working anymore, I realized that I needed to take it a step further. So I actually recently um, looked into signing up for therapy. So that's a process that I'm going through now. So I'm handling it well, but I feel like when you really don't have the answers, sometimes it's okay to ask other people for help. And I feel like for me, a lot of people come to me and ask for help. And me and you talk about this yes, all yes, the time. Yes. That, was, that, that, that goes to my next question. It will continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talk about that all the time like sometimes like it's very few people i can go to like to ask for for help so right. for me i'm just like i had to stick take it a step further and actually seek a professional opinion because i'm like a lot of people trust me to hold it down but it's like when you can't hold it down for other people like who do you ask for help exactly so on to my next question because a lot of people come to you a lot of people know that you deal with mental health and then you have been this way since I've met you. Like you've always gave great advice, always helped people out, always steered people in the right direction. So how, how was it? Or was it overwhelming to you having so many people coming to you know that you were kind of dealing with your own issues? It was overwhelming. And I really, I think that um, it came to like a boiling point and a lot of us get to boiling points where like you have something that's been built up over time. And we like to minimize our problems sometimes. Sometimes we'll be like, oh, well, it's not that bad to compare to somebody else, but it's still you going through something and it doesn't make it invalid if it's not as serious as what somebody else is going through. And I think that was my issue. I was making it seem like, oh, well, compared to some of the things I hear, like between like family, friends and work, I'm like, my problems are not that bad, but they're still my problems. So yeah. I feel like it came to like a friend asking me, like, are you OK? How you, you know, she was like, I know that you're not OK. And it's all right to say that you're not OK. The strong friend needs somebody to be strong for them, too. So question, why do you think people hold their feelings in? Or why do you think people are scared to let other people know how they feel? I think it's because they don't want to be judged. And I realized, I realized over time 
Um, and especially talking to y'all, like to my friends and understand and coming to y'all, like when people tell me things and I'm just like, you know, what is it? But people really do trust me and they believe that I'm not going to judge them. And I think that's something that is a character, right. like character, like a characteristic that I have, like I'm not judgmental. And I think that that's what I really realized that that's a blessing. That's a gift for people to see me and trust me and know that I'm not going to judge them. And it's all love, regardless of what's said. And also the fact that I'm not going to go back and repeat it to people. Right. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? So people, people trust you. And that's, that's, that's very important. Like once you trust someone, you feel as though you can tell them anything. You right. know? I think that's a lot, a lot of people, they may not trust people or they may hold things in because they feel like, like you said, they may be judged or whatever the case is. But guys, you have to, you can't bottle all the sin because when you bottle in all your emotions and you don't let it loose, it just stays inside. You know, some people may have suicidal thoughts, you know, when right. situations like that happen. You don't want to start thinking this because during this pandemic, what I notice is we have so much time to think that, you know, negative, we start to think about negative things. Right. All the time. Yeah, I've been doing negative things all the time. Yes. And we need to regulate that, like, especially with the pandemic, racial tension, the protest and everything like that. We're taking in a lot of the bad on top of everything else that we're going through on a personal level. We have a lot of negative situations going on around us, regardless if they directly impact us on a day to day basis. Right. Question. So at the beginning of, beginning of this episode, I spoke about a good weekend. And the reason why I spoke about a good weekend is because everybody's doing things on the weekend now. Mm-hmm. So how important is a good weekend to you? Because right now, a good weekend to me is very important. I need the energy. It brings me into the week. I'm jealous I wasn't there, by the way. <laughs> I was like watching Envious, like, damn, son, I wish I was with them. <laughs> so it's, it, it was an amazing weekend. It was Jew's birthday weekend, which is one of my fraternity brothers. And we had a great time. It was just good to seeing my friends and everyone happy, you know. And right. it brought me into the week on a positive note. It made me want to do more. And then you want to just reach out to people and ask everyone how they're doing. And, you know, I just want to, like, just do everything. So how important is a good weekend to you? I think a good weekend is top 10 right now. And a good weekend is a part of self-care. And I think that feeling that you're talking about is being recharged. And I didn't realize that until my family came to visit me last weekend. Um, and I hadn't been, I, I hadn't been in the city like in like four months and that's the longest I've ever not seen my family. And when they left, I felt so different because I really got that. We can connect through video all we want to on the phone and social media, but we need personal connection with each other. Like you yes. can tell the difference. Like yes. we need each other. Yes. And ladies so and gentlemen. I think a, a good weekend, like at this point is necessary for your mental health. Like every single weekend, do something that makes you feel good, period, while while this is happening. And and what I've noticed is during during this this pandemic and this quarantine, when you hang out with your family and your friends or the people that uplift you, a lot of people like to downplay the situation. It's almost like people, everyone wants you to just stay inside, but you don't know what people are going through. Some people need to be around their family. In order to see their family, they have to travel to see their family. They have to travel to see their friends. They have to travel to see the people who uplift them and make them happy. This is just the people who feel some type of way about, you know, other people hanging out with, you know, their family and friends during this time. You have to understand everyone doesn't live close to each other. So people have to travel to see each other. People have to, you know, they need that good energy to put them in a good mood because a lot of people are going through a lot. So I don't want anyone judging anyone for hanging out with their family and friends because it's uplifting at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. 
And a lot of people are, are trapped. A lot of people are trapped inside. And I feel like I got to feeling like that at some point. Not that there was anything wrong, but it was just like, I need something else. Like I need a change of environment. And our environment is a huge part of our personality and who we are. What yeah. about people that are social? Like, you know, people that are social, they struggling right now. Struggling. Like, they used to Yo. being out. And even for us, like, I feel like we're used to grinding. We on the go. We always yes. out somewhere. Yes. And I'm and memories from last year of things that we was doing. And I'm like, yo, we will really be out. And because we don't have the ability to be out, I feel like me and you have had conversations about how I feel like it's kind of killed my work ethic, not being out and going places. That's a real thing. I'm going to be honest with you, sis. Like I told you before, being inside for this long, I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of things. So, you know, for, for my mental health, there were things that I've dealt with that I, that I spoke to you about. Mm-hmm. That I had to come out of. And one of those things was I couldn't really be creative yeah. in the way that I wanted to be creative because, you know, I'm used to being social. I'm used to being places. So it kind of messed with me a little bit. And I'm going to be honest right. with everybody and mess with me a little yeah. bit and actually mess with me a lot. If I'm really going to be honest, because, you know, yeah. this, is, this is the Trav Q podcast. We keep it a buck here. It messed with me a lot because as you, you guys know my videos, I'm out in public. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I couldn't really do it. You had to recreate yourself completely because yes. it's not yes. what you used to. And that's like another, I saw videos when we was in Miami, like those came up in my memories oh, last week too. Man. So I'm thinking oh. about, man, like we probably, if outside was open, who knows where we would have been right now? Like, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Who knows what we would be doing? Like, Yeah. And it's like, I remember being in Miami and I remember we were still up the sun was coming up and you were still thinking about videos for the next day. Like, you know, like a lot of people that are around you don't see that. Like, you know, it's, it's easy for people to say like, you know, you post a funny video and go, but like people do not see that you really are constantly on the grind, on the go. Yeah. I, I, I be wondering like, Travis, can you give me some of what you got? Because how you be having all of these ideas, but (laughs) Like, you know, being taken out of your environment and what you naturally do and your ability to do it, like, you right. know, that that puts a that puts a toll on everybody. And even people that was working from home pretty much overnight. Like your life changed. Like some people was never around their family members this much. They don't even know the people that they living with. And now you're just inside with them. So, you know, it's it's real, real, real different. And it forced us into a space that we were never used to being in. If you are an introvert, you could stay home. You don't have to be around people. You could dip when you want to. But we was really forced to be inside in a way and isolated. And I believe that isolation can definitely cause, like, you know, some mental health issues. And one thing I really want to acknowledge is mental health issues are can be periodic. Like, because you're feeling mental health issues now, it doesn't mean that this is a forever thing. And I, I want people to, to be okay with feeling how they feel right now and know that this is not going to be forever. Hopefully. Right. Exactly. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Because we, we don't hopefully. need this shit forever. Like, we need it forever. We got to get it together. So we're, we're, we we're making progress, back. though. We just entered phase four. Right. So, so New York City is getting there. You know, and then we're, other, we're, doing, we're trying to hold it down and do yes. the right thing here. Yes, because we, we, we need to be outside again. Even though people are outside Dykeman and Steinway, they're, they're outside. I, feel like I can't be as free as I want to. Like, you know what I mean? 
Um, I was in the process of planning my wedding too. So I'm just like, it's oh, I, yes, I, yes, yes, yes. I want my wedding to be, you know, that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fiending for that. I'm fiending. I'm yeah. Fiending that, so I just want people to do the right thing so we can celebrate that in the way that I really have imagined it. But, you know, I'm just like, I just want everybody to be safe, but also to take care of yourself and don't ignore what's going on in your head because it's there. And I think that's something that we really need to confront. When we start thinking in a way that's a little off or a way that's just negative a little bit too often, you really got to address that. Yes. And speaking of you recently getting engaged, congrats on that. <laughs> Thank congrats, you. Congrats on both of you. you know, I'm very <laughs> proud of you. How important is it to, you know, you know to, 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 to be with your significant other during this time? Because there are a lot of people who don't have significant others. And I'm not saying that they're lonely, but I know that, you know, just being around someone every day that's there to uplift you and motivate you, like how important that is that? I think for me right now, like it's everything. And I feel like it's brought in, it's, it's brought us closer to be a hundred percent honest with you. That's what I like to hear. Um, we, we are much more closer now. Like we've always been close, but I think that we've had a lot of time with each other to probably think about and talk about a lot of things that we didn't talk about before right. or we, that we didn't have time for, or we always want to go and always working. So it's like, you know, we really got a lot of time to sit down and have uncomfortable conversations. And also even, you know, discussing like premarital counseling and stuff like that. Like, you know, cause we be thinking we we're, we're in a growth mindset with each other. Also, like the only way from here is up. And that's, that's the only way that we go in. And we don't want to bring any of our past trauma, maybe stuff from childhood or our families and stuff like that into our family. So it's been so important to be near him during this time because we've learned a lot about each other. Um, but people have to be careful what they ask for. Like, you know, if you're alone, if you're single right now, um, really take that time to own being alone and enjoying being alone with yourself because it can be very difficult with a partner also because we're with each other, sharing each other's space 24 seven. Some people, you know, they're used to their partner being out and linking up later or doing your own thing and then coming together. But when you with somebody all the time, that's really a test. And I'm really grateful that Christian is dead ass, like my best friend. And it's like me just being here with one of my best friends. Like, I love him to death as like as my fiance, but like I just love the fact that we friends first before anything. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna let y'all know this: we need more women like Seti. <laughs> Seti holds it down. She tells you the real, and you know what's crazy? Like like I mentioned before, you need someone who's going to tell you when you're wrong at the same time too, because there's times that Seti told me that I was wrong, like you yeah. know, and and that's a part of mental health as well because you can't be right all the time. You understand right. what I'm saying? It's times you need someone to tell you when you're wrong mm-hmm. and you need someone to tell you, okay, that was, that was, that was good what you did, but it's, it's the best of both worlds here. Now, it it's, a lot. It's, it's done and it's done. I just also want to point out that that's always done with good intent. Right. And I'll let y'all know that because I don't want to overstep my boundaries with y'all either and like tell you how to live your life. But if I feel like it's something that's going to, you know, potentially damage you or damage somebody else unnecessarily, I'm going to be real with y'all. And y'all know I will tell y'all in a heartbeat, I don't agree with what you're doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And you do need that because you need your friends to, you you can't have yes men around you. You're never going to be 
successful if you have yes men around you. At all. If you have yes men around you, you won't do great. I'm letting you know that now. There's a lot of things going on in New York City, right? And, you know, a lot of crime. Do you think that that's a, a direct effect because of the pandemic? Or is it just like New York turning into the 90s again? I, I'm really like, I'm stuck because I'm sad. I'm sad that it seems like it's turning back to like the 80s and the 90s. But I just think that it's just showing how people is just at their wit's end with everything. Yes. Like people are tired of police brutality. People are tired of their communities being the way they are. And let's be real, the communities that have the most violence are the communities that have suffered a lot of racism and police brutality. So I feel like there's trauma. At the end of the day, those two things, racism and police brutality, cause trauma, which then in turn cause mental health issues. We see terrible police encounters with people that have mental health issues all the time in New York City, even on the subway and in the subway. We see it on a regular basis and we just keep going about our business and nothing ever gets done about that. So now everybody's been on lock. Everybody's a little on edge. And then people then we're watching someone, you know, get murdered on video and we're after being stuck inside for three months. So I feel like everybody was forced to watch that and everybody, it was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm. So I think that it's, it's, it was just a whole bunch of things coming down at once. But again, taking it back to mental health, like sometimes like it gets bad because we let so many things, like we just swept them under the rug for so long, swept them under the rug. And then it just gets, you know, it gets to a point where you just can't take it anymore. So it's understandable, but at the end of the day, we all need to identify that there's direct trauma that comes from experiencing racism and police brutality. Like, we have that inherently, like, even from slavery and all of that, like, it's in our DNA. Yes, and speaking of, you know, us seeing modern-day lynching because of social media, you know, we we weren't really able to see it before, but because people are able to record in their cell phones now, we're able to see more things, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about social media and mental health. Because a lot of people, ladies, let me explain something to y'all, ladies and gentlemen. Everything you see ain't what it is. Yeah. All right? And I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. Everybody ain't balling. Everybody ain't doing this. A lot of people can mask their feelings on social media. You Very know? well at that. So, and, and what we like to do is we like to go on social media. I'm not saying me and you, but a lot of people out there, they may go on social media and they may compare their life to someone else. But you don't know what that person is going through or you don't know what that person did to get there. So. It's the last question. How do you feel about social media and mental health? I feel like there needs to be a balance. Um, One thing, when I do trainings or workshops, one thing that I recommend all the time is a digital detox. And that's just taking a certain period of time consistently away from social media and media consumption because we don't realize how much it affects us. People say, oh, it doesn't affect me, but... Like seeing someone killed on video over and over and over again, that does do something to you. And if it doesn't, I would be very concerned that that doesn't affect you to see something like that. That's not a normal thing to see. It's not. And we need to start identifying that seeing violence is not a normal thing. But because of social media, it's essentially been normalized to see it. So people are like, oh, well, if I watch it, it won't be that bad. But for me, I noticed that um, my anxiety got intensified when I saw the George Floyd video mm-hmm. and I had to be like, yo, you got to get off of here because 
I'm getting so angry scrolling that like my heart rate is increasing. I'm starting to sweat. Like I'm so upset at what I'm seeing and I'm so angry. And that's what's pushing to people to, you know, violence, right. domestic violence also went up during the pandemic. Like people don't know how to, con- they're losing control of themselves. Yes. And we don't understand that we are triggered by things that we see on social media. So it's important to have like a balance and take time away. Like for me, um, I have an iPhone, so I use my screen time. So for social media, I only allow myself a certain amount of time on social media every day. But um, when the protest first started, I, I really got off social media the following weekend because I was really angry, like, and I really could not function. Like, that's how angry I was at everything that I was seeing and everything that was going on. And then, you know, you get into arguments with people more on social media. Your family members might be saying something you don't like. It was a lot of crazy things going on on social media. Like, right. social media intensified everything as opposed to, like, like, you know, in the past where things may not have been as serious because you didn't really see it unless you was watching the news. Like exactly. now we have it in our hands all day long. Like I remember um, being up at like and Christian. all he's very strict about like his bedtime and going to sleep. But we was really up that first week of the protest at like three o'clock in the morning watching CNN. Like, that's so not like us, but we was like, yo, like, we need to be on alert and see what's going on. So losing sleep, scared about what's going on, worrying about your family members and stuff like that, like, all of that stuff, like, can become overwhelming. So social media is great, but everybody now, I feel like at this point, needs to be very careful about how long they're spending on social media every day. And it's okay to take a break take it off your phone for a little bit or, you know, put your phone on, do not disturb and just take a break from all of it. Like even the stuff, even aside from like Instagram and Facebook, even from like YouTube and stuff like that, like those are social media apps that, you know, we look clickbait. Oh my gosh. The clickbait that I see sometimes with articles and videos and stuff like that. Then people is going and getting real deep into conspiracy theories it's just too much access to crazy things and people right. not fact checking. So it's just, it becomes a lot. So it's more than just posting pictures. It's also the information that you're taking in because people be spreading false information now all the time. All the time because they know that's, that's people will believe the lie before the truth. Right, so, exactly. Yes. Clickbait is a very real thing. Like, you know, the article is strategically titled in a certain way to make sure you click and read. I appreciate you so much, sis. And I want to let everyone know, strive to have a good weekend. I know a, a bunch of people who work during the week. And, you know, it's not, it's not even like how it used to be. There's outdoor dinings, but sometimes the outdoor dinings, it's a capacity. Um, you can go to the park during the week. But, you know, it's just not how we used to live. People did things with their lives during the week, you know, where, where they were able to relieve stress. People can't even go to the gym right now. So right. It's like they can't even go to the gym right now. They can't even get some of that stress out. So it's like people look forward to the weekend. When people hit me up, it's not even like, what are you doing this week? It's like, what are you doing this weekend? So aim to have a good weekend. Speak to someone if you're going through any mental health issues. Don't bottle your feelings inside. And listen, understand that someone is always here for you. Cedra Starks, I want to thank you for coming on to my show. And I appreciate your time. Can you Thank let the people know where to find me. you at? Website, social media, wherever. Um, 
thank you for having me, first of all. Um, this is dope because, like, we uh, we be on the same page. Like, we were both thinking about this a lot more. So thank you for having me. Yes, oh, can I tell them a story real quick? Sorry. Yeah, so, yeah. I, so I hit, I, I, hit, I, hit, I hit my sister, Cedra, up, and I said, I want to bring you on an episode. And let's talk about mental health. And she texted me right away and said, get out of my head. Like, <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. So it was like, that shows the connection that we have. Yeah. Um, thank you for having me. Um, I know that it's difficult now, but use alternatives. It's summer. It's nice outside. There are a lot of nice spots um, that are isolated and not around a lot of people. If you could get to a park and have a picnic, if you want to go hiking, get outside a lot more. I always say stay active, some sort of physical activity. Physical activity lowers your stress hormones. So always try to remain active somehow, some way, even though the gym is closed. Um, have self-compassion. Be gentle with yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself. You too, Travis. Yes, you yes, too. They're waiting. They're our biggest critics. Have some self-compassion. Be gentle with yourself. Um, do a digital detox. Stay away from social media a little bit. But also, like Trav said, like somebody is always willing to be there for you. I am a resource. You can find me on Facebook, Cedric Starks. Um, I'm on Instagram, SETI underscore S C E D Y underscore S. And I always do, I always have health and wellness posts on my Instagram story. So follow me on there. If you're struggling and you feel like you can't, uh, talk to someone or you don't trust someone to talk to DM me, I'm willing to talk. Random people have hit me up since this started. So I feel like I'm kind of used to it now, but, um, this has also motivated me to go forward with creating my own wellness brand. So that's soon to come too. So follow me to stay up to date with all of that. Thank you so much. And Cedra, keep doing your thing. And I'll probably be calling you later on today or tomorrow for more advice <laughs> anyway. So thank, thank you so much. I appreciate up, you. I appreciate you. Keep up the great work. So thank y'all tune into the Trav Q Show presented by Fuel by Culture. Just brought my sister Cedra Starks up here. She did a <laughs> thing. And listen, tune into her. If you have any advice, Hit her up. Thank you. Thank you again, sis. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Keep doing your thing. I'm proud of you as well. Stay blessed. And this wraps up my first podcast. I am honored, grateful, and I thank you all for tuning in. I'm also happy that I was able to share my story. This is the first of many, and I also want to give a big shout out to Fuel by Culture for making this happen. Now, in the future, I'll be bringing on some guests and a co-host. So stay tuned for that. Like, share, subscribe, and follow. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, Twitter. You know all that good stuff. At TravQ. That's T-R-A-V-Q-U-E. My website, www.travq.com. And I want to leave everyone with this. Stay humble, stay working. When you stay humble, you attract the right energy and end up in the right places. And you can't lose working. Time, y'all.